Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. 855-212-4227. Good evening, good morning, good day, good times. Amy Lawrence in about 60 minutes, so start the counter for that. We've got some time to play with here, though. 855-212-4227. A couple of things I want to mention, and again, alongside David Shepard and Marco Belletti on the updates, we have some interesting news Regarding Alabama, Brandon Marcello, who joined us last week, reporting that the names to watch heading into Friday at Alabama are Kalen DeBoer of Washington, Florida State's Mike Norvell, and Tommy Reese. He is the offensive coordinator right now at Alabama. I think that, um, and this is what I thought about Dan Lanning, is you're in the Big Ten. The Big Ten is going to get multiple teams into the college football playoff. So is the SEC. So if you're in one of those conferences, you don't need to leave. I mean, maybe it's a lateral move. A lot of a lot of Alabama was Nick Saban. And apparently he's leaving, and the whole NIL structure there, too, a lot of that like went through Saban. So it may be harder. And I'm sure they're rebuild, and you know, a school like Alabama is not going to want to ever go back to what they were when they weren't this. They've had many championship runs, but in between there, there's been periods of downtime, and they don't want that. Not after all the success that they've had, so they would like to make a big hire. Kalen DeBoer maybe looks around and says, "This is the best Washington team I'll ever have. Why not get to Alabama?" Mike Norvell, if he's at Florida State, and then they don't make the playoff and Alabama gets in and he eventually goes there. I mean, that is poetry in some way, but he's a guy who I would think should jump. You're in the ACC. It's not the same anymore. Power five, there's power fives and okay, SEC is the best. Sure. But now it's two. There's two super conferences and two other okay conferences. And then everybody else. You got to get, you got to, if you can get to one of the big conferences, you got to take that job. So we'll see what happens there. Also, we have a court storming tonight. Court storming Santa Clara. Court storms against Gonzaga or Gonzaga. I've heard it both ways. They have not beaten them since 2011. And they beat them on a shot tonight, 
with about three seconds to go. So congrats to Santa Clara, not having a bad season themselves, but finally getting that monkey off their back that was the Zags. 855-212-4227. Been talking some coaches tonight, legacies, history, all that kind of stuff. Larry is in San Diego. Hey, Larry. Hey, guys. Uh, First-time caller. Uh, hey, I was listening to your uh, the radio show, coming back from a booty call, and, uh, you know, I think what coach – Come on, come on. What? No? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what coach changed the way uh, sports play, or sports was played in any professional sport in the last few years? Like, right? Go I mean, off. you know, you know, whatever you say now, I don't care about. I want to know more about the other thing. <laughs> don't worry about it. I'll tell you later. Anyway, so Bill Walsh, right? He changed the way the game was played, right? He took a, he took he took over a team that was going nowhere at the Niners. He took over a quarterback who was really no quarterback, eighty second pick, Joe Montana. He turned them into a, just a, a, his legacy. He's the OG. He changed the way the game is played. He's got two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. He's got took a kid from Mississippi Valley State, made him a Hall of Famer, the best receiver of all time because of his system. So if I, I would say Bill Walsh is probably the one coach that you could say changed everything. He's, he's, a, he's an OG. I'm sure, Larry, you just said something very smart and wise. I can't – I didn't hear any of it. I'm still thinking about the booty call. <laughs> Congratulations. It was, it was good. It was good. Thanks. It, was, it went well. It went well. I'll, I'm, I'm giving a call back for that. So, anyway. All right. All right my, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Thoughts? Come on, guys. My thoughts is why aren't you making breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> I got to work. I got to work. Oh, cool yeah. Back. I got I to gotta work. I got I to gotta get, get up early tomorrow. I got to leave. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Larry. Congratulations. Uh, Bill Walsh is a good one. <laughs> Bill Walsh is a good one. Uh, the West Coast offense, right? Didn't he? Didn't he create that? That's a good one. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I mean, right off the top there too. Mark is in Nova Scotia. Hey, Mark. Hey, Bart. I'm just coming back from sitting on my couch all night. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. So I wanted to talk about uh, coaches that have done them the most with the little. So my disclaimer is a lot of these guys also had some great teams. And when they did, they usually won championships. So I'm just going to go through this real quick. So hockey, NHL, I'm going my, my man torts. All right. JT. Yeah. JT. He'll always, he'll always, uh, you know, he'll always command respect and he'll always get the most out of his players. Uh, baseball, Jim Leland. Uh, mm. Fame. Uh, football, my man, uh, rest in peace, Lou Holtz. And I'm going to give an honorable mention to Joe Gibbs. Had some amazing teams, but also had some teams that he definitely over, they overachieved with him. And then my last one, I'm guess I'm, I'm not stealing from Shep, but it's Bob Knight. I, I tried to get one for the NBA and I wanted to say pop, but I think I'm, I think you were, you were wavering on it too, because I, it's, he always had the players. I'm not saying he's not a great coach. It's just I just couldn't do it. But that's it. That's my well, list. Well, one one thing about that list is Lou Holtz is not dead. I thought he died. No, he. Are you serious? Are Ryan you serious? Day tried to verbally murder are him you this sure year at one point, but he hasn't passed. Oh my god, I feel terrible. <laughs> 
Holy cow. Oh, my God. That's why I'm sitting on my couch all night, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. I apologize Lou, to Lou Holtz. Lou, Lou Holtz and his family. I really did think he passed. Uh, sorry. There was a Lou Holtz that was an actor in oh, okay. the well, uh, 1920s, a vaudevillian oh, well, actor. I must have mistaken. Oh, my God. He died. He died. I thought Lou was gone. Oh, man. No. I feel terrible. No, the, there was a storyline in college this year where Lou Holtz, uh, I think, was he on game day maybe? But he was like uh, yelling about Ryan Day. And then, oh, you know, no. there was a there was a month period of this college football season where everyone was doing their best Deion Sanders like I, impression. I feel like my, yeah, well, oh, that's crazy. I'm, I feel like I feel like uh, my that that mistake has overshadowed all of my points. But Mark, oh, if, well. Mark, if it makes you feel any better, a whole news organization killed Frank Thomas, who was very much still alive in his early fifties. Yeah, Frank Thomas the, the died. Hurt? Yes, the big hurt. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you taking my call. Um... <laughs> Normally, when people find out that someone they like is still alive, they're like happy but you kind of seem rattled no. by it no no i'm a little rattled at what i said but i'm i'm I'm, pr- I'm pretty happy well i'm gonna say one more thing one more thing bart um i don't care if you're religious or not but you need to pray uh for what's gonna happen in dallas on sunday good luck oh yeah thank you um you're very welcome the packers heading down there thanks mark packers heading down there frank thomas is alive uh i should i because i said he died but shep was alluding to was it Fox News, I think, said he was dead? Yeah, and, and again, we made ourselves very clear. Uh, they were wrong yes. in declaring Frank Thomas dead. Yeah. Which is crazy because he's a, still a pretty young guy. Well, and how does that, like, get from point A to point B? Meaning? How does, how like, if you're on the air yeah. reading news stories. Right. Somebody is writing that story. Somebody is gathering that story. Somebody is fact-checking that story. I mean, apparently Fox and, and I and listen. This is not a political shot. That whoever had something to do with that needs to get fired because, to I mean Frank Thomas. Well, okay, a, there was there was a different Frank Thomas no, that had died. No, I I understand that, but for ninety nine point nine percent of and yeah, the Frank Thomas you're alluding to was a former baseball player and I think a two or three time All Star. Nobody even knows who that Frank Thomas is. The only Frank Thomas we know is the guy that played for the White Sox in the nineties, eventually the Athletics, um, and was the big hurt. And for you to kill him off, and for for multiple because I, listen, you and I have worked in TV. Uh, this is not just a newscaster off the top of their head uh, declaring someone dead who's not. There are multiple layers that have to go through somebody dying. Multiple people have to sign off on this particular report. And for all of them to not do their due diligence to kill one of the best hitters of his generation in his early 50s for an entire news organization to be culpable of that is pretty pathetic. I know we all want to be first, but, I mean, somebody could have just, like, called him. He, he worked for Fox Sports. Yeah, yeah. And, and be yeah, like, hey, right. you got you got Big Hurt's number? You want to call him and see if he's dead? Right. See if he picks up? Right, right. I don't know. Hey, TV's a tough biz, man. It's fast. There's no place faster than a TV newsroom. I'm telling you. I, I hear you. And, and the smaller market you get, the more intense it is. But that shouldn't be the case. But I'm t- I'm telling you too, small town TV newsrooms, they think that oh my god, they think that like they think that the viewers are keeping score of what 
TV station is covering what story and who's winning the night. They don't care. They're just trying to see if their friend got on the news for their cat festival. That was probably something I could have kept to myself. Uh, Grant is in Green Bay. What's up, Grant? Hey, hi, guys. I've been listening to your show for about three weeks now, and I really like it. Doing a good job. Oh, um, thanks, Grant. I, I have a quick story for you. I don't know if you have enough time, but then I really wanted to talk about, like, Belichick and coaching and all that. So if you have time, I'll tell you the story. If not, I'll go right into the other part. Do I get, like, a hint on what the story's about? Oh, the Packers. Oh, well, then come on. Go. Go for it. Okay. All right. I'm older. I'm 70. So this this probably had to be, uh, I'm guessing, like early, maybe 60, 59, I don't remember. I was just a kid. Uh, I was trick-or-treating with some four of my friends. We went up to this house. We ring the bell. Man comes out. He goes, I, you know, with the trick-or-treats on my feet, you know, the whole thing. And so he goes to the side to get the candy, and he left the door open. And we're looking inside, and he's got the TV on. And the Packers were playing the Bears. And we look, and he comes back with the candy, and none of us even looked at him. He goes, what's the matter? We said, we've, we've never seen a color TV. Wow. He says, you guys want to come in and watch the game? Yeah. We went in there. I think we ate the rest of his candy. His wife made popcorn. We had sodas. We watched the Bears and Packers in color. So that is a great story. Man, have, man, have times changed because yeah, of the drunk, that's right? exactly what I'm thinking now. How is trick or treating, son? Oh, we just we just watched the game at this guy's house, this adult male's house that oh yeah, but, by the way, invited us into his living room to watch television. And by the way, he did not have a remote. <laughs> oh yeah, no, back so, in those days. Anyway, okay. my 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 grief, my pet peeve here. Been, I was in sports also, and I've watched sports all my life. And I, I, I just, when they talk about coaches, uh, Tony Romo at, at last week's game, Packers and Bears, said something, and I've always said this. He just put it a different way. You know, you can't win the race if you don't have the horses. And, you know, I don't care. I I don't even know what a coach does. But, you know, Belichick is such a great coach. But what has he done without Brady? Brady went to another team, and Brady won another Super Bowl. But what did... What, if he's such a great coach, why didn't Belichick win you, you know, you know, one Bart, right away? Bart Grant, Grant. So I, I Bart, I don't know if you know this, Grant. I, I coach, I coach JV basketball. I've coached okay. JV basketball for the past four right. years. Um, a coach, and, and and Bart knows this obviously. There, and you know this too, Grant. I'm sure I do. I know everything. Their your job is to make sure that you are prepared, that you know what defense they're running, you know what offense they're running. You know certain buttons to push. There is a reason, and everyone always talks about Bill Belichick and as greatest coach of all time. Do you guys know the record of the Packers with Bart Starr the season before Vince Lombardi got there? I have no idea. They won one game. Okay. Vince Lombardi, along with five championships, never had a losing season, even when he was with Washington when they hadn't won in a decade and a half. A coach is okay, vital. But- they are. They are. They are. They are, they are critical. Critical. Take, they, yeah, take they, away so, 
your key players. Right. Now, that's, a, that's my other pet peeve. Is in is football and sports, there are so many variables. Okay, so Brady won how many Super Bowls? But look at the team he had around him. They had the money to buy whatever they wanted. Green Bay always, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, they get a, get a player and develop research and develop basically you know they don't go out and get number one players they they but these other teams they surround their themselves with with good players and every team is different so if if you could compare apples to apples and and you could compare each team had the same quality of players it's one thing look at green bay this year it's all rookies play yeah. first year quarterback or first year starters and they're doing pretty damn good for first you, you year. Talk, but you, yes, I agree. When you talk about great coaches, their jobs, number one, is to put their players in positions to win. The thing that Belichick always seemed to have going for him, to his credit, is whenever he would play these all-time great quarterbacks or all-time great position players early on with Brady, he would always find a way to take option one and option two away from them. Whether it was playing Manning in the AFC title games or playing LaDainian Tomlinson in the AFC divisional playoff games, he always found a way to take away your best player and then the well, second best player. That's what that, well, that, that, that's coaching. Well, I, like I say, I still have a hard time. That's a hard sell for me because, uh, you know, I was in sports and I had a coach. And most of us, we didn't even listen. He'd talk, you know, okay, sure, coach, yeah, uh, but, but you still we say doing. this growing we were, up in the good. age of Lombardi? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I, I can't help it. I just, uh, that movie, The Bad News Bears, you know, where this guy takes his, these kids playing baseball and he turns them into this winning team, you know. Well, uh, you know, if you didn't have the quality at in the beginning, you couldn't do it. I mean, you take away. I don't think that was based on a have... true story. But... Oh, no, <laughs> no. I, I'm just saying. In, although, in, it was pretty, in although Walter Matthau Walter is pretty funny. Yeah, no. Now, I now, mean, in now theory, he's dead. that's Now, all. he is dead for the record. Yeah. yeah he's dead. <laughs> yeah, we won't go there. I was just on Facebook, and it's just, you know, Kurt Russell died, you know. And, and I know that's not true. Don't scare me like that. God. No, I mean, oh, you know, the, uh, here it is, uh, Clint Eastwood's gone. You know, they, they come up with these stories Jeez. to get you excited and look at it. Oh, no. But anyway, I really appreciate your show, and thanks for listening to me. All right, Grant, good call. Great story. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Just wait until uh, – I, I, won't, I won't do that. Well, wait until, like, the Kentucky Derby's back and horse racing's back. I am very anti-horse and I'm very pro-jockey. <laughs> I the the thing the thing that bothers me more than anything that's ever happened in sports yeah. is when ESPN put out their top 100 secretary, athletes. Secretary yeah. was on that list. Right? Secretary was like 28. All right, was Seattle Slew on that list? The, I think there were three horses okay. on that list. Okay, they're horses. I know, I know. You nobody nobody that doesn't like. They don't know what they're doing. There's nothing athletic about that. Well, if you have the three horses on there, you got to have the dog from Airbud on there because they had a feature film based around a pet dog. Well, and Airbud was—he played more sports than any uh, anybody else. Like, hey, Dion. Hey, Dion once flew from a baseball game to a football game in the same day. Uh, Airbud played football, soccer, basketball. All right. I'm trying to think of the, ho- ho- the horse. So Seattle Slew, Secretariat, obviously, and. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, affirmed? Would that be the other one? I try to make it a point not to know horses' names. 
Okay. Although, you got to give Secretariat their due. Like, No, I don't have to give anyone any due. Secretariat It's was, a horse. No, I understand that. But, but you have to respect greatness on any level from any creature. And Secretariat almost lapped the field. I mean, they were that special, so... All right, so next time you go to a forest, look up and say, like, that tree, oh, my God, it outgrew all these other trees. Uh, no, but What that's, a terrific redwood but, tree. But that's different. That's just, that's just natural, you know, uh, natural evolution. I'm talking about Secretariat having to do something that is an athletic feat. Mm. I know it's not the same thing um, because it's not a human being doing it, but it, it's still special how much of a wide margin Secretariat was able to win. By the way, I never thought for the life of me— when Bill Belichick retired that very same night, you and I would somehow be talking about Seattle SLU affirmed mm-hmm. in Secretariat. That's how uninteresting the legacy of Bill Belichick actually is and how well, much yeah. Tom Brady made him. Oh, come on. That's But that's also exactly how I wanted the show to be. There you go. Um, let me, real quick, I did, I, I do have this saved. I did have to do a paper in college where I ranked... And this is maybe part of it because I had to do work on this. I rank the top 20 horses ever in racing. Or that was my assignment. I found it. Uh, It's a 9,000-way tie for last place. They're all losers. (laughs) (laughs) Tough crowd. (laughs) Yeah, gee. you You love when you... No one lasts but the the host. No, it's that's great. It's a tough crowd. Uh, we'll be right back. CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart. Portion of the show sponsored by the new Hyundai Tucson, available with complimentary class-leading Blue Link Plus. Now it's easy to use your phone to control your Tucson. That's the new Hyundai Tucson. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Um... We, I guess, are talking about Bill Belichick retiring. I think the main thing that we're kind of asking throughout the night is it's so hard to separate coach from quarterback, coach from star player. At what, like, who, how much does each guy make each guy? And Shep had a good point earlier where when Tom Brady retired, no one's like, uh, Bill Belichick. And then Bill Belichick retires, or not retires, but leaves New England. And a lot of people are like, uh, Tom Brady. So it is interesting from that perspective. But Tom Brady is not Tom Brady without Bill Belichick and probably vice versa. Well, for sure, vice versa. But we just don't know where to cut the line down the middle or if it's not the middle or whatever. And that's led us to think, well, what coaches like what what coaches do that? What coaches are able to do that? What coaches are able to take teams and elevate them to a level where they don't have the star players. And it's been kind of fun to hear some answers and kick around some some different thoughts here tonight. 855-212-4227. Uh, Kaysen's in Ohio. Kaysen. 
Hey, Bart. Nice listening in. I'm glad you got JR's thought. Oh, thanks, man. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, I got JR spot. I'm pretty good. So, <laughs> of my original call, I was going to call about Eric Spolster, but while I was waiting, I actually came up with two more, and they're both college, and then a wild card one that I'm going to share. Mm. First of all, Coach Spo, um, I'm 18, and my entire life it has been Pop or Spo until the Warriors came on. But even with the Warriors, and once LeBron left Cleveland, Miami was right back in the scene, and he was able to continue building like legendary, like not legendary, but teams that get into the playoffs, get it, put you in contention. And like, he never missed a beat going from LeBron right into keeping D Wade help. But then he went right from D Wade into progressing and didn't really miss that big of a beat. Uh, the second call or second person would be coach K obviously uh, being who he was, he got the players to come to Duke and that helped him grow his legacy. And then urban Meyer, wherever he went, people came and went to play for him. He always had the players because, Urban Meyer just was that guy. Um, and then the third one, or the fourth one, I don't know if this counts. I don't know how this works, if they coach or what, but Hendrick Motorsports and NASCAR, for them to go from Alec Bowman, or from Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, all these legends, to fill them right with William Byron, Alec Bowman, and Chase Elliott, and just continue and don't, not miss a beat, and they just keep winning, and he just, whatever he does there, uh, I feel like that would be something that would be should be talked about too. Well, I like that one. That is a wild card. Uh, I wouldn't have thought of it. That's a good one. Thanks, Kaysen, for the call. 855-212-4227. Yeah, if you're 18, man, there's a lot of guys that you only know of those guys. I think for Spoles' case, Shep, he's been to three finals without LeBron. So two finals without. Two finals without LeBron. In Eastern Conference as well. Uh, they haven't won though. No, and and they really haven't come close to winning. I know they took the the Lakers to a, a game six in the bubble, but you get there, so it's like okay, you get. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, the, the guy Bruce Bochy's got to be there. Um, I know people are saying Izzo, but he's had some really good talent there too. I also feel like and, we should disqualify college coaches. Okay, yeah. Then that's, I mean, I'm trying to, okay, so if we're just talking about guys that win wherever they go, Larry Brown wins wherever he goes. And he takes over franchises that typically no one else really wants to go to that has his caliber of a resume. So Larry Brown has to be on that list. And then when it comes to football, I mean, there's really, I see Urban Meyer, to me, he loses the argument because of what he did in Jacksonville. Like, obviously, wherever he goes, he significantly improves. So then we got to cross off Saban. Yeah, you have to. But I still, with the college coaches, it's right. it's, it's a different sure. It's a different age of person. It's And you you got all these guys in their formative years. And right. the whole point of being a coach is, yes, to win, right. but also to Grow these guys into young men in all walks of life. Sure. I mean, if we want to talk about the diamond, and I know he didn't quite get there to the top in um, Cleveland, but uh, Terry Francona is uh, is another one. Yeah, I've I'm I've been more picky lately on needing to win a title to be right, right. Considered. Well, then you got to put uh, Joe uh, Joe Madden. Joel oh, yeah, man, 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 man. Although he didn't do that well with the Angels. No, he did not. 
World Series appearance with the Rays, and then a win with the Cubs. I mean, and 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 that's the win. That's the win. I mean, yeah. This is not part of the discussion at all, but the Cubs not following up on that, I would be mad as a Cubs fan. You, you wasted that. You think they should have repeated it in 2017? Like, I've said this as a Packer fan a lot, where I'll say we only had one title with Rodgers. We only had one with Favre. Well, well, listen, I don't need to tell you this. You were better both years, I thought, in 90, 90, 98. Yeah, yeah, right. The 98 Super Bowl, 97 season with Favre. And then you were much better in 2011. With that, and with, one. With that, yep, yep. And for some reason, you just let the Giants do whatever you wanted in Lambeau that day. Yeah. And you can say me because I'm an owner. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, it, that game wasn't close. Um, 2011. Scores. I get it confused. Yeah, because yeah, I get it confused because the Giants actually came in twice in four years and beat the Packers. In the NFC Championship well, that game. Was, now, that was a much closer game than NFC Championship game, clearly. <laughs> so, forgive me for getting those horrific days of my life confused. Listen, um, Brett Favre decided to go bad Brett Favre again. So, that could have gone either way. That game in 2011, the Giants completely took the heart and soul from the Packers. And they dominated the line of trenches. And they dominated the line of scrimmage. Um, Didn't that, like that a mod Bradshaw have a good game or something? A lot, a lot of Giants had a good game, and and, and Strahan wasn't even there. So what's that excuse? Ahmad Bradshaw. Oh, Hakeem Nix had two touchdowns. Oh God, why are we talking about this? Let's talk to Beck instead. He's in Florida. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Um, real quick with the song intro earlier, uh, dipping um, with all these uh, dipping conversations with the tree and all these branches getting put out. And with the best producer slash host out there, but another great producer actually killed a female artist on your um, network. But we won't get into that. Um, if, uh, what? If, if possible, I could end maybe on an OJ McDuffie story, but because uh, you mentioned him earlier. But the, the uh, I guess this is a uh, back with the coaches and QBs and everything. But last night you talked about um, a holes uh, McGrath. Uh, what about Jeremy McGrath? Um, that was a dirt bike rider that won all the championships. You guys are probably, that was, was the first McGrath that I could think of as a famous McGrath. And then Ricky Carmichael from Tallahassee. Okay. Um, to be clear, I think I was pro Mark McGrath. Right, right, right. But they, you yeah. moved into a story. Yeah, with yeah, 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 five, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and then Ricky, obviously Tallahassee took over the reins after that. Um, and then with no bias, Alabama, probably please take. Norvell. Um, but with all these other coaches, you just said alleviate college or whatever else. Bobby Bowden, one of the greatest, never gets mentioned throughout all sports, not even collegiate or whatever else, and all the what he's done. Um, the QBs, uh, guy, uh, did he mention Eli with two championships ahead of Peyton? I mean, that, I mean, that again, Johnny Unitas out there. Speaking of uh, Madden, you were talking about Madden coach. Uh, what about John Madden? Um, Shula, I mean, Jimmy Johnson won in college and in the NFL. No bias from there. There's definitely no bias. But um, <laughs> with, with O.J. McDuffie, uh, 
Uh, he lives uh, by me. I've seen him through the years. And uh, uh, bartender's bash that used to happen in the old days down in the Keys, he was one of the judges for the wet T-shirt contest. And that just made me think of that with that guy's call earlier. That um, Let's just say that wet T-shirt contest got a little bit more crazier than a wet T-shirt contest. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, there we go. That's back in Florida. The wet T-shirt contest. Yeah, if yeah, once you get once once that actually happens, what am I talking about? I've never seen a wet t-shirt contest. I never have. I never went to spring break like that. I never did a college. I, I didn't do that. I didn't, and I've turned out okay. We, I'll be fine. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Um, we got Amy Lawrence coming up here in about 20 minutes. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show. You can hear it Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. Let's wrap up with some of you guys before we get to Amy Lawrence tonight. Windog is in Wisconsin. What's up? Hey, Bart. Uh, shout out to you from Fondy. We miss you. Fondy. How's it going in Fondy tonight? Well, it's going good. We're traveling down to Indianapolis trying to beat the storm. So, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Just was passing through Chicago, and I wanted to publicly recognize and thank the Cubs for hiring uh, counsel away from the Brewers and saving us the money for what I consider a, a very average coach compared. Well, to the well, uh, hey, when he was when when he was a Brewers manager, a lot of Brewers fans would have answered this question about getting the most out of little talent with Craig Council, and then. He betrayed Brewers fans, backstabbed them, uh, wanted his cake, is continuing to eat it too. So now I'm not surprised by this reaction. He uh, He's very good. I, Cub fans, you will have division titles, but if you're looking for a little more than a division title, I think you your, uh, your expectations are going to get crushed. So uh, uh, my biggest beef would be the pitching staff. I, I predict Justin Steele, you – you will expect to see 80 pitches from him. 60 will be strikes, and he'll get pulled. And uh, I get you know the guy going answer. for the club's first no hitter in 40 years, and he'll pull him out to bring in Josh Hader. Well, not quite, but you got to have the sixth, seventh, and eighth set up guys to get to the ninth, you know, to Hader. So. Um, so uh, overall, you know, I guess I some uh, I'll take council side a little bit. Uh, Milwaukee's never going to get the players because our owner is a businessman, and he's I think he's pretty pleased that he draws three million fans a year, and that, that's kind of where we're headed. But you know, good luck to the Cubs fans uh, with 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 Coach Council. Well, drive safe, Windog. Thank you. We'll see you, man, uh, from the hometown on the road tonight. You will beat the storm, uh, it sounds like. What's he doing in Indy? I didn't ask. I thought about it, and then I didn't ask. 
Well, well. Larry is in Colorado Springs. Hey, Larry. Larry. We'll get back to Larry. Robert in Maryland. Hey, Robert. Hey, I'd like to remind everybody that the end of Bad News Bears, Walter Matthau led that motley crew of kids to a Little League championship. That's what coaching does. And for my money, he was the greatest Little League coach of all time. Two things they have to do, educate and motivate, and I sure Shep would agree with that. Now, when I ask you guys a question, I find myself in a difficult situation. As a Ravens fan, I have to root for the Browns tomorrow because of Joe Flacco. What was the most uncomfortable situation for either of you, if you want to comment on it, when you had to root for a team you really don't normally root for? So you're still rooting for Joe Flacco, even though if they win, we they're love likely. Joe Flacco. But then they're going to come to Baltimore. What if Joe Flacco as a Brown beats the Ravens? Uh, I'm not going to say I'll be real happy, but I'll have a small smile on my face for him. But anyhow, you've been in that situation. When have you rooted for a team that you really didn't like? Um, I'm going to do the opposite of that question and give you this answer. I so I'm a Packers fan. I married into a family of Bears fans. Oh, good. Yeah. But last Christmas. Maybe you can adopt a kid from the Vikings. N- no. <laughs> uh, last Christmas, um, not this season, the season before, I wanted Aaron Rodgers off the Packers in the worst way, so I rooted against the Packers. I rooted for the Dolphins. Packers won, and my whole family's like, what are you doing? This is hey, Bart, weird. We don't like hey, it. Bart, your your team has two of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time, Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. But you did have a great one in Bart Starr. Thanks for taking my call. Well, that is a mic drop of sorts. I wouldn't say they're overrated at all as players. Chris is in Maryland. What's up, Chris? Hey, fellas. Thanks. So I'm late, a little late to this, so it's about coaches, right? Yeah. Okay, so Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs is my nominee, and you know three Super Bowls, went to four, but he also won the eight, the, the the NASCAR thing he built is he's won the Super Bowl there. I think he's top of the heap there. It's just he's a good leader, very good leader. That's is Ty guy. Gibbs his son? Grandson. There, there's, he's got several. Uh, uh, one passed, though I believe, and but there's a Koi somewhere. One wanted to be in racing, and I'm not so I haven't kept up with them that much. Well, Joe Gibbs is a good answer, um, at least the uh, first iteration of when he was there, not the second weird iteration when he came back with Dan Snyder, although he won a couple of division titles. No, or he made a couple of playoff appearances. They won a playoff game with Snyder, um, uh, which is a miracle, by the way. Under Joe the Gibbs. Uh, yeah, Joe Gibbs won three different Super Bowls. That's the stat with three different quarterbacks. Ooh, uh, none Rippin, of those quarterbacks being Hall of Famers, by the way. Doug Williams, Theismann never got in. Theismann never was no. Ne- I mean, he was an MVP, but his career was obviously cut short with that unfortunate Lawrence Taylor hit. Heisman never got in, really? Is, no. it, is that no but, one talks about that? I, he could be a Hall of Famer as a broadcaster. I think he's that good. But he's not a Hall of Famer as a player. Well, to circle back to a call we had two hours ago, his stats look a hell of a lot better than Troy Aikman's. 
No. I, I okay. He's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, I liked him as a broadcaster. Oh, no. I liked him. The reason there was a, a little bit Sunday of hesitation on my part, booth. Ryan from Charlotte just called, and he's a good caller. I wanted to make sure we got him on before you left. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to talk to him. I'm oh, just but... kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Ryan. Ryan. What's up? Hey, how's, how's it going, guys? I'll be quick. Cause I know. I know we've got to go. I just. I just wanted to talk about these, these, these epic, epic NFL playoff games this weekend because I think, like, I think the Belichick news and and even. And even even the Saban news and all that kind of has kind of out of it, but uh, yeah, it's overshadowed it. Ryan, you are cutting in and out. Uh, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, give it one more try. Okay, I just wanted to talk about these epic um, NFL playoff games this weekend. I'll, I'll be quick. Like, um, um, even though Deshaun Watson's not playing, he, he, he's go, he's going to be on the sideline for Cleveland. Back in Houston, you, you know, you know where, you know, against Houston, where all that stuff with him in Houston happened. Then you've got Goff and Stafford and all of them going at it. It's just, it's just a lot of rematches and a lot of bad blood rivalry going on for these playoffs this weekend. It's, it's epic. I didn't even think about Ryan. Thanks for the call. I didn't even think about. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Deshaun Watson, yeah, he's with the Browns under contract because it's been so much Joe Flacco. What do they do next year, Shep, with him? You got to bring him back. Yeah, you have to. I mean, especially if you win the playoffs. And I think no one's going to be surprised if they win at least one round. Although it does kind of feel like Joe's like, yeah, I'll do this one last job. Yeah. I've, I think Joe's probably feeling like, hey, you put me in a good system. This could have been me the last five years. So I think he's got something to prove even next year. Because he's fresh. I mean, he hasn't, like, he basically didn't play the last four years. He, he really didn't play the last four years. I mean, outside of a good Browns game, what has he done besides 2023? He was the backup on the Eagles I completely forgot about. I, I think everyone forgot about that. I mean, he he's been have, with the Jets twice. He was paid by the Broncos, which I forgot the, about. Terrible with the Broncos, but that's because, terrible. But he didn't have anyone around him. Yeah, I don't, that's very interesting. Because it's not. it's not a decision, like, Oh, if Joe's good, do we do we have like a, you're paying Deshaun Watson? You can't get out of that. You have him. So if you have a healthy Deshaun Watson, like the money's going to be the decision maker there, unless you pay Deshaun Watson sixty million dollars to sit on the bench and you pay Joe. But the, you're not going to pay Joe Flacco more than whatever you're paying him now. I mean, he's getting practice squad money the first three weeks. Crazy. You know what? I promise tonight we're going to preview some of these games tomorrow. I promise that tomorrow we will do that on the next show. I promise, I promise, I promise. We will do that. For David Shepard, for Marco Belletti, for all of you, for all of your kids and your grandkids, I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 